is a verb. Do we need to play that song? I think we need to play that song. Welcome to Port Vanzona, the podcast where four guys, at this point there's so three. Right now. Hey, we're, we're live, by the way. Uh, the, at I this point, where so the, much. There are three men in this room. The fourth one is currently uh, present with his wife in labor. So we wanted to get this episode out today because there are three of us here and we wanted to record this. Uh, so Michael being on Baby Watch is officially over because Soul will be with us at some point soon. 24 at, hours. At least we hope. For Mackenzie's sake. We hope that, that it's could, less than... Yeah, it could get bad. <laughs> we hope that it's less than 24 hours. Uh, but welcome to Port Vanzona, the podcast where three guys in this case, uh, in one room, in two not real time zones. It doesn't really work in this context. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we tried. Uh, the overall goal of this podcast is going to be to talk about, uh, tattoos, uh, a little bit of sports roundup, and, uh, we'll probably cover the OMSI After Dark that Victor and I attended this evening. Uh, so who's joining me today? Uh, Victor, are you there? I am here. I am probably not coherent 100%, but <laughs> because I did the OMSI After Dark, but I do like to... Um, let the audience know what we're drinking this week um, is the Rogue Oregon Zoo Red Panda IPA 6.7% alcohol and it is a portion of the proceeds of this beer supports the Oregon Zoo Foundation. So if you buy this you are supporting a great cause. And I remind you, I am probably not all here right now because I just did Omsi After Dark. Uh, Victor, do you have any highlights of the Omsi After Dark evening that you enjoyed? Oh, do you remember any there's beers? many highlights. All right, we'll probably get there. We'll probably okay, get there. Okay, we'll yeah, we'll okay. let David go because sure. David's here with us. Today. I just I want, I want to talk about this bottle a little bit. This this Rogue bottle. I've got a couple other of the the Rogue bottles that are collectibles. This one's got a, a cute little. I mean, it's kind of adorable. Uh, a cute little red panda. I mean, <laughs> who does what's love not red to pandas? like about red pandas? First of all, red honestly, it's why we you're bought not, it. You're not you're oh, not on the stage right it. now. Let David go. It's why we bought it to be to begin with. But uh, we love love rogue, love IPAs, love red pandas. I mean, it it doesn't get any clearer than that. Uh, David, was the first time you saw red pandas at the Oregon Zoo or the Seattle Zoo? The Seattle Zoo. It's the one in it's Seattle. The one in it's Seattle. not the Point Defiance Zoo. Not it's, the Point Defiance Zoo. Yeah, it's one. the one in Seattle proper. Woodland Park. Woodland Park. Woodland Park. Park. There you go. Better than Modest Mouse that time. Better than we figured it out without looking it up. <laughs> but now the uh, Oregon Zoo has uh, red pandas. They do. They do. I have not been there to see it yet. I've uh, failed my favorite animal, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get At least Michael and Mackenzie who are not joining us on the podcast, specifically Michael, because let's preface again. Maybe watch 2019. His, his wife is officially in labor, and, per the last text. Uh, I feel like the podcast is a, is a safe place to share this. Uh, Michael said that uh, we should go ahead and record the podcast without him, uh, because the, the plan is that this is Mackenzie's last time being pregnant. They're only planning on having two kids, so he really wants to be there. Uh, for the last time, his wife is in labor, uh, which again, I totally understand and uh, appreciate. But I mean, let's get the soundboard in here. Baby, 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 oh, baby. It's Soul is on his yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, he's on his way. I do miss Michael because he adds a, a something different to the podcast. He's more like the the resident man because he has he's, a he's a father he's a father none of us so, are fathers no no we're all immature compared to him so he has responsibilities he has a different perspective on life which i miss about him and he's also a goddamn sexy guy so you know i i, I miss michael <laughs> michael i miss you anyway uh, Michael, we do miss you. We're glad you're a, a family man, um, but we're glad that we've got to uh, cover the uh, cover the missing member of the podcast as well as the Red Panda IPA. Uh, David, did you have anything else you wanted to add about the IPA you're drinking tonight? 
Nope. Uh, it's pretty it's good. good. It's, it's good. good. Love it. <laughs> I would drink it, but they cut me off already. So far, <clears throat> yes. The podcast hopefully is an hour long. We'll see how long we get. Uh, but chances are we'll probably finish the podcast before anyone lets you uh, get any more. But uh, we'll see. Ooh. I, I mean, if you're nice, I'll let you sip it later. But <laughs> good, good guy, David. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, David. <laughs> so this week on Port Vanzona, uh, we're hoping to cover the topics of tattoos uh, and sports as usual to begin with. Uh, did we want to just get sports sort of out of the way? Just so we don't have to deal yeah. with it later? Or... Let's make it not long like the it last episode. I don't yeah, want to talk about it. It will be long. Uh, the first the first comment <laughs> I want to bring about as sports, much to the chagrin of David Greer, the Spurs yeah. fan in the yes! room. <laughs> is, Colchester. is is the Caraval Cup. The Caraval Cup <laughs> is probably my favorite sporting event to watch right now because it's on ESPN Plus. Uh, <laughs> So the Spurs, for reference, a Premier League team recently... Top six. A top six club did not advance to the next round in the Carabao Cup. In the first round. It was no, third, third round. Third round. Okay, we skipped the two rounds because we're too good. Premier League. Victor, <laughs> Victor and I covered that earlier. To Colchester United, which we learned earlier that Colchester in round two knocked out Crystal Palace. So in PKs, in PKs, in the same scenario, they're making it to the final in PKs. They're like battle every game. They are battle they are, tested. They are a battle tested <laughs> team, which uh, Victor and I have loved following. Colchester as lately. Uh, we recently were watching today. Uh, what was it? Roch, uh, Rochdale. 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 Thank you, David. We thought it was Rockdale. Rockdale, but it is Rochdale. In much, English. Proper English. Yeah, much to my... Probably like Rochdale. Rochdale or something like that. Rochdale yeah. is how the, the announcer <laughs> called it. Um, they did not beat Man United. They did go to penalties. Uh, but was it close? How? What was the penalty final? Uh, the penalty was 4-3. Uh, 4-3. Four, three. Four, three. <sighs> but they didn't yeah. have Gherkin. They did not have Gherkin, the Colchester keeper. Oh, there we go. Yep, oh, Gherkin Colchester was keeper. a wall. <laughs> he was a wall. Uh, uh, Rochdale's uh, biggest demise was probably uh, they had a uh, penalty taker who uh, he didn't have as much cheese behind no, the ball no. as he probably should. He just fluffed it in the corner. And yeah. uh, S. Romero... Whoever Sergio. Sergio, Sergio Romero, Romero, the keeper for uh, Manchester United, uh, easily blocked it and told off this yeah, Rochdale I mean, player yeah. how much of a uh, individual he was for <laughs> not over, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the game was over right there. Oh, it was good though. It, it's it's good to follow the Carabao Cup because we like to see upsets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I know no, we want to see upsets against our own team, but yeah. once against the top six. We would like to see upsets. And the Carabao Cup, with Spurs going down and Manu going to PKs, a top six club, that's exciting. When you have League One, League Bruh. Two teams. Bruh. Yeah, I bro. mean, bruh. Right? I mean, yeah. As, as much as I'm disappointed in Spurs for, for not winning in, in this cup cup game, uh, Colchester, like, that's the biggest game that they'll probably ever have. They Unless ever have. They win their next round. Oh, so... We were watching it on ESPN Plus, and we're doing the live feed. And at the end of the match, the fans from Colchester ran onto the field, and you see the police. as I would, as I would. oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. If I like, if we were four four leagues down, being beating yeah, a team yeah. like that, it was the biggest match of the year for them. And when the fans stormed the pitch, there was only like four police. On the sidelines. Yeah, it was not enough. <laughs> and they could not keep everyone away. And so they were all pouring on the pitch. And you see the camera show, like, million-dollar players. Like, Sun and Ali. Yeah, Ali. They're just walking, just trying to walk off the pitch. And you see fans coming up to them and, like, taking a selfie with them. Like, hey, can you take a selfie with me? And, of course, it wasn't player. optional. It no, wasn't no, no. optional. The player's like, okay, like at that point. You, yep. you just mugged me, so I'm going to take a selfie with you. So they're taking selfies. Right. They're, exactly. Right? They're taking selfies with them. And it's like, 
I'm watching this like, first of all, you just mugged a million dollar player and no one's stopping you. And I would not want to be that player because you just lost. You just lost. You just want to get off the pitch, right? Uh, But you were at Colchester too, right? But that kid, it's the moment of his life. One, he they just beat a top six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, you're getting to meet son, right? (laughs) Son, who's definitely ready to just go home. He's just like I want out. He probably should. We like. They probably shouldn't have done as well as they did in the Asian Cup, so he could have just done his military thing instead of play for Spurs look, right now. Yeah, look, look, as <laughs> that's how bad it's room, going right now. I wanted Korea to win the Asian Cup. Sorry. Sorry. Well, yeah, but we missed You it. don't have we to apologize that. for being uh, Korean. This is a safe space. Uh, unless you're having a baby, in which no, case you're not we, here. We, we lost in the semis in the Asian Cup, so that was a little bitter about that. We just won. No, we lost. That's son. Son's not doing his military stuff. No, 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 stuff. no. It wasn't the Asian Cup that he won. He won like the U twenty one like World Cup or whatever. Uh, or I don't remember the exact tournament. It but exempted it, him from his exempted military. Exempted him from yes. He just correct. has to do basic training. He does still have to do that. He, do, he but he doesn't back. have to do the full two, two years. years. Yeah. I should know this. Because if I chose to be a Korean citizen after I turned eighteen, I still be. wouldn't to do two years. So I'm like, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm an American citizen. I mean, I I understand from a a country standpoint, because I think Switzerland does the same thing. Switzerland says, hey, when you reach this specific age, you are, you're in it. You've got to serve. But but with Switzerland, they're not at war constantly with another country. We're South Korea. Yeah, but they're in the the middle of it all. So no one's gonna invade Switzerland. No, because Switzerland, Switzerland's the neutral. Yes, yes exactly. Yes, yes. And Switzerland sort of has made the Switzerland's made the statement to say, "Hey, you can come here if you want, but you're we're Switzerland. Like we have our own military. We have we're neutral. We're literally like the most I neutral mean, who country. Wanna, who wouldn't want to go to the land of Roger Federer?" Come on. I I agree. <laughs> I, I think Roger Federer, I think Michael, uh, Michael, who is uh, with his wife, being pregnant right now. That's so selfish. I understand that. Uh, Michael told me that Roger Federer, when he retires, is literally, he and his wife are just going to drive around in an RV in Switzerland and just Make babies? enjoy the country. Probably not at that point. Because you can get a new wife. He could get a new one. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, like when you think about like horse racing and thoroughbreds, where thoroughbreds, thoroughbreds, sorry, thoroughbreds, and when you have a award-winning horse and they start mating and their children are worth more than the parents, I'm just thinking Roger Federer, <laughs> his kids could be worth more than him. I've sort of approached this example as well with my own wife of saying, like, hey, if we have kids. Are they going to have to do sports? And and the answer is like, yes, I will encourage them to do sports because I did. And like, if they find a specific sport that they love, that's great. I'm not going to pressure them into a specific sport to say, hey, I was good at running and track and field. So you should really do running and track and field because genetically you might be prone to do that. But I mean, to be good at a specific sport, I mean, you got to be in it and then you've got to be committed from the get-go yeah, they, because they would want to do it yeah it'd be i think our kids in general are going to be subject to the the world of you either have to be good at academics or athletics to pay for college because chances are we might not be able to pay for it as parents at the rate it's going right like bernie sanders already right now like college is way too expensive, but you think in eighteen years, say if you had a kid today, but in eighteen years when they hit college, inflation rates mm-hmm. and how much just even tuition has jumped anywhere between eight and ten percent every year, mm-hmm. you will go broke just sending your kids to college. Yep, it doesn't yeah. make sense um, unless you either work for an institution or. Your, your kid gets a scholarship. Yeah, a your sports kid, scholarship. Yeah, either an academic full ride or an athletic full ride. So it's sort of like, I don't want to tell my kid, hey, you either have to be really smart or you have to be really athletic and you have to pick one. They they don't have to pick one because 
I think the system's going to change, but I mean, David, you I said... think the system's going to change. There's no way that it can sustain itself for that much more, like that much longer. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many people in debt right now that it just wouldn't pan out. And like, I think the younger generation is going to be gaining more power like here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So I I just don't see how that type of system that like preys on the people that are going to be taken over is going to last. Mm-hmm. So. Right, exactly. Do you think Bernie's going to have anything to do with that, or Bernie's just sort of a gateway to? If with or without Bernie, I think that idea is going to keep going forward. Like he's already changed the the, the like main ideas of the Democratic Party. And the base is already like mobilized towards free college, free like healthcare and stuff like that. So I think getting that mobilization forward and other candidates getting those ideas as well, I think more and more people are going to realize that change needs to happen. There's no reason uh, capitalism needs to be in school. Why why have to pay for something? That literally everyone expects you to go to anyways. Right, and it won't exist. Yeah, and, a and you could still pay though. for like Harvard, but like going to Wazoo, why? Why, ha- why have to pay for a state a state school mm-hmm. when you already live in the state? When you already live in the state and pay, we, we pay taxes for discussion where private schools. Yeah, if you want to go to a more prestigious school, no one's stopping you to pay more. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But state schools should be affordable for everyone yeah i we talked about this when we were at the arms after dark mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. we were we were talking for shameless plug we talked to uh, nathan and peter yes who run the run for beer organization yes uh, they had a booth at arms after dark uh just promoting their uh their business and basically run for beer what they do is uh, you sign up to or you register for an event or you run the event and then there's beer. You should have 5K. Yeah. Exactly. And, and they there's facilitate the beer or the event itself? The event itself. Yeah. And there but is... they partner with local breweries. Okay. Exactly. There is no cutoff time. There's no, like, you have to run this fast to get a beer. It's a very uh, camaraderie-based uh, industry that says, hey, we like running, we like beer, so let's pair the two and just sort of get the community involved in this particular event. Uh, so we got to meet Nathan and Peter uh, at our event tonight and sort of just talk about what that event was in particular, the events they had coming up. Uh, they do take the month of September off. It's sort of like their one off month, but they'll be picking up more events. But, but in they October. do five cases like literally every weekend for like six months in a row during mm-hmm. the summertime mm-hmm. here in the Northwest. They pick a brewery and they say, You start here and you finish here. So you do a 5K around the city or the community that they're located in. And you end up back at the brewery, and at the end, you usually get like a free beer and free swag of some exactly. sort. Exactly. Yeah, they have swag. Yeah. And so it's just a. A great event just to connect with the community, but just to have a chance to, you know, exercise and be fit and just, just, you know, um, have a chance to be around other people who want to do the same thing and just do it for a a good cause. Like, hey, we like beer. We like running. Let's Mm -hmm. do it together. And, you know, you don't have to do it every week, obviously, but um, they do have it in local breweries. So it's also a great promotion uh, promotional aspect of it where each local brewery will get a chance to say, hey, we're going to host this, come by and start your 5K and then you get, you know, a free drink on us and, you know, we just want to show us, show you what we're all about. So it's a great way to just cross-market everything, just the brewery, the event, and just connect people, like, socially, just, hey, we have the same... Uh, things that we like why don't we just get together and do the same thing so i I love the idea too bad you know i live in arizona so when i looked at the schedule i was like oh we don't run at all in september i was like oh man i'm going back to arizona (laughs) next week it's been october (laughs) yeah but i definitely will try to do that next time i'm here during the summer next year but uh nathan wanted you to move back that was uh, his that's true well not he's not the only one everyone in this <laughs> everyone in this podcast will 
want me to move back. So, yes, my heart is still here in Oregon, but I physically live in Arizona. So, yeah, the other cool thing about uh, Run for Beer was that they also donated ten percent of their proceeds to two local nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember them off the top of my head, but hopefully, we can get Nathan or Peter yeah. uh, on our podcast to one of these uh, days. Yeah, one of these days to hopefully promote that and. Uh, uh, promote each other as far as podcasts go. Maybe drop a link in the bio. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the overall goal of why I brought running up was to talk about um, scholarships and colleges and sort of the, the cost for that because my personal story was I had the option to run four colleges on a scholarship Uh both in the Pacific Northwest and in Southern California. Uh, And I ended up choosing a smaller private college based off of the cost of tuition because I was already thinking ahead of four years later me of, hey, here's all that debt you're going to have to pay off. And even though you're going to get this scholarship from a particular school, you're going to end up more in the hole with this particular school than you are with... Uh, where I ended up going and it's sort of like maybe I might have had more opportunities at that particular more expensive school but I wouldn't be where I am today which is recording a podcast with people that I appreciate and married uh, I wouldn't have met my wife you didn't marry me <laughs> I, d- I did not marry you Victor I thought about it several times um but I just think that's going to come to the forefront of more prospective students' minds. They're going to think about their future self versus their immediate reactions or their immediate needs with a particular institution. I I, I agree with that. There's, It's funny, like, where I came from, school I went to, Suzuka Pacific University, it's just Christian liberal yeah. Been drinking a liberal lot of yeah. <laughs> Christian Liberal Arts College in California. And we're a pretty big school compared to other Christian schools, but we're a pretty tiny school compared to like state schools. And the background we came from were is a lot of churches uh, would host us, like like music programs, like choirs and stuff, or sports programs, or we have a good basketball and a football program. They, the kids from high school would hear us because we would visit their schools for either like a concert or they'd hear us because of games and stuff and they would go there. And so we had a good marketing tool. Warner, where we all met, you, uh, it was a smaller school when we went here. And it's funny that the, the way things worked out, because I went to, a, I guess, a relatively bigger school. Azusa, yeah. yeah. Almost yeah. D1. Yeah, yeah. We're D two, yeah, but we're almost D one, and and then working afterwards when I graduated from Azusa to working at Warner, which is an NAIA school and a lot smaller school, and the people I met there. But knowing that the people who attended there and the connections they made at school there, it's funny when you look back at it like, oh, maybe I should have been there or there or there or that, and it's just because you might have a bigger opportunity, but maybe you're supposed to be at a certain place just because you know the people you were supposed to meet at that moment and i you know there's a lot of things i think this is just sidebar um, a lot of things that when i worked at warner i was frustrated with just the the employee side of it mm-hmm. and the things that they lacked as an employer but the the relationships i made and the connections i made through that and obviously I'm doing a podcast with guys that I met through Warner um, and that's coming from a person who was you know on staff there um, Jordan was a student there before he became on staff so it's it might be a different perspective for him but knowing that you know sometimes being at a smaller school there's benefits to that and, and looking back like you know I wouldn't be where I'm at now and the person that I am now without that experience there's just a lot of good things about not being at a bigger school or thinking that you had more opportunities because of where you're at now. Yeah. 
I mean, I didn't even graduate college. Uh, I'm probably the only one in the podcast that, that hasn't. Um, but I, you're still successful. I'm, yeah, I, I have a full time job. More money than all of us. Uh, pro- I don't know. You're maybe a manager, man. it's about. You're a manager. Yeah, but it, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, it doesn't feel like it, so but yeah, kids, sometimes. Don't um, get a college degree because you'll make more money. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I went to like a community college. Um, it just didn't work out. I wasn't really enjoying myself, and I had an opportunity to be a full time employee at a, like a retail store, and I've been able to work myself up to a store manager. At, um, yeah, sometimes going to college works. Sometimes uh, it doesn't, and so like. It, just because you don't have a degree doesn't mean you can't like amount to something. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So don't don't let like school or whatever your decision is like, even if you feel like it's not the right decision, it could become the right decision in the future. Mm-hmm. I I think the biggest thing is that like kids of the future will feel pressured by their parents, but I think all of us are a good example of just do what feels right mm-hmm. in the moment. I think it's it's not a matter of like oh i feel like i have to do this because my parents said this or i have the opportunity to do this i mean david literally just said this opportunity was presented to me so that's the one i want to pursue but i mean the inverse of that is like even if you don't have that opportunity even if you want to go to school or you don't want to go to school do it I'm, I'm, am I making sense? Yeah, it yeah, has to do be a good fit. Either whatever you want, yep. do what you want, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I, so school's not for everyone. Yeah. Skipping yeah. school also not for everyone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I, I skipped classes. Yeah. So definitely did. Just a short background, I guess, on where I used to come from. I used to be a youth pastor for uh, a while back after I graduated from uh, seminary, um, grad school and stuff. So. Um, there are some students who wanted to ask me like, oh, should I go to college and this or that? And I honestly told them, you know what? You would be better off not going to college, but maybe doing like a tech school or this or that mm-hmm. because I recognize the, the skills and the values that they could bring into the world. And it's like, you don't need to follow the script that everyone is following. You should do what you love doing and you can make a big impact. Even if it's something small as like, oh, I'm just a really good with my hands so and i love cars it's like well you should be a mechanic you know don't spend thousands of dollars going to a four-year school where you're going to hate it like if you love doing this small thing then pursue it because then you will enjoy what you're doing mm-hmm. and then not do what everyone else is telling you to do what your parents are telling you to do what your teachers are telling you to do what your you know te- or pastors are telling you to do just do what you want to do and so I've always been that person where like, you know what? I don't care what the world is saying. What do you want to pursue? Like what makes you happy? And if it, that really makes you happy, you should go hundred percent in because then you will enjoy, you don't have to be rich. You don't have to be famous. There's no point to waste the no, money. No, no, mm-hmm. But as long as you enjoy every day waking up and like, you know what? I like working with my hands or I like working, you know, at my desk job or whatever it is that, that makes you get up in the morning pursue that you know mm-hmm. don't don't be pressured by what outside influence says you know mm-hmm. yeah. i think a lot of uh what that stems from i think is oh, your own oh, oh, oh nikki might be Nikki making... coming in. oh we've got a guest we're about to blow out the speakers here um all right. Uh, How long do you have? We, <laughs> let's let's get that out of the way. We're on the clock. We're on the clock. <laughs> we are on the clock. Uh, Mackenzie is in labor, but uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, this is Michael Flores here again. Uh, Mackenzie is. <laughs> she's close to labor the, she'll have moments of strong consistent contractions and then they sort of die down so it's it's right, hey we're hit and miss right now but baby's on its way baby 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 so, wait, wait, wait. Oh, 
I'm here. You're so close. Why are you here? Because uh, Mackenzie tagged along as well. So oh, is she, is she, does she want to make a cameo? She probably, probably not. not. No, no, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she uh, she's hanging out in the living room, catching up with uh, with Nikki, just seeing how everything was. So, and she's probably just gonna end up laying on the couch drinking water. Okay, okay, and hoping that bombs do not fly out. So my apologies. But but now, that's David. actually a good thing because you want the. <laughs> we, we're not going to be here very much longer. So <laughs> it's okay. Nope. Did you need a beer, Michael? Or are you? No, I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay, I'm okay. Uh, doing well. Uh, we're going to be ready to to drive to the hospital exactly. at any moment. Exactly. He needs to be sober. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Sorry to interrupt and throw. No, this it's a great, great, great surprise. Never, yes. never apologize. This, this is a great surprise, Michael. We need you here because there's four of us, and we're missing you. So, we we literally guys. spent probably the first five minutes introducing how you weren't gonna be here, <laughs> and now you're here, and it's even better. Uh, so, Michael, to sort of get you up to speed on our current topic, uh, we're we are covering sort of. when a kid graduates high school, what their next step is going to be. And we've sort of covered our different perspectives of how I was presented with different scholarships and different opportunities, but I chose a more affordable option because I was looking forward to future me of like, hey, that's a lot of debt you're going to incur if you Mm -hmm. choose the other option. Uh, And David spoke a little bit how he was presented with the opportunity of just going straight into the workforce and how that's Mm -hmm. been the best Mm-hmm. opportunity for him did you have anything you wanted to add about that subject uh no other than uh my siblings and i pretty much didn't have a choice from the very beginning we were going to college we didn't know where but that was what my mom and my dad expected us to do and so that's what we've all done so three of us have graduated my sister just started this week and my little brother will graduate in like two years or so so that was the expectation. You go to college. You can work at the same time. Uh, no, my mom. My mom graduated from college. Oh, okay. yeah, but uh, not my dad. So maybe my maybe the first one from my dad's okay. side of the family. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I put you on the spot, please? Do I have the option to uh, sort of uh, put you on the spot? <laughs> yes, that doesn't really absolutely. work there, but uh, I, I, like I liked it. it. <laughs> my, Michael, as the only one in the room who has a kid, soon to be kids, yes. let's not forget that Laurel. Soul is on his right. way. Daddy Oops. times two. Yeah. Will you put that pressure on your kids of college is the only option, or is it up to them? Uh, Mackenzie and I have talked actually a lot about this before. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. We're going to encourage them to do it. We're going to encourage them to go to college, especially if they have a really good idea of what they want to do and what career they want to choose if they know what they want to study. And even if they don't and they still want to go to college, we're going to encourage it to do so. But there won't be any pressure like you have to you have to do it. But there will be some pressure that, okay, you're you're 18. You can live at home still. but, But what's next? Yeah. Are you going to get a job? What are you thinking of doing? We're not going to charge you rent right away, but we also don't want you just hanging right. around. I'm, I'm your parent. Yeah, we want you to do something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But, I mean, yeah. that's sort of a wrap right now, yeah. I, I think it's kind of funny that from my perspective, my parents sort of, like, had the most enveloping, loving environment that a parent could have provided, and I could not have gotten out of there faster. <laughs> I I literally moved out at 18. Part of that be- stems from me being a younger sibling. I don't know if the, the sibling argument can sort of play a role in there. Uh, my brother came home for a little while and then left. But for me, it was sort of like, hey, I'm I'm ready for that next step. You know, I I really need to get out of here. Because I saw myself sort of becoming that person of if I didn't didn't go, if I didn't move out, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And there's some background noise happening with a lawn chair. And, uh, oh, there we are. What other, what other sounds can we make here? Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, Victor's going to pour himself another beer. If, if That's you, okay. If you had the opportunity to listen to the first podcast about how he poured himself that beer, you'll understand that euphemism. 
for what he's actually gonna go do. Michael, glad you're here. I'm I'm glad I'm here too. It was it's been a couple of interesting it's hours. Uh, but the first child's asleep. That was our half of our goal. Uh, and then just checking on Ken's. How are you feeling? She was like, I can leave the house. I can do that. I can do that. So here we are. So I'm we're we're excited to be here. We're ready for a baby to leave the uterus. We've been ready for a while now. Uh, it's just a matter of waiting for the kid to be ready. And the kid is just taking his sweet time. So it's time, it's time to land the plane. Time to land the plane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, boy, there's so much to catch you up on, but I'm sure we'll get there. Uh, Michael, we covered sports briefly at the beginning. Did you have anything you wanted to add, or were we just going to power through? Uh, no, power through. Nationals are in the playoffs. I'm sure you're happy. I, I'm happy for the Nationals. I'm uh, mostly happy for Max Scherzer. Uh, one blue eye, one brown eye, mm. one black eye. Uh, happy for Scherzer. <laughs> I hope he. Uh, I can't take credit for that. Uh, I hope he. I hope they at least win the wild card. Uh, but and I just I like the Nationals. They're they're a fun team to watch. All right. Well, I think we are ready to move into our next topic. We've we've sort of covered uh, college and institutions more than I expected, but I, I love that we covered it. And yeah. I think that's great. Uh, one, uh, topic that I had on the Google doc was tattoos. Ooh, okay. Uh, and I think that Fungus. it is a topic that sort of all of our group has a perspective on. Uh, some of us have them. Some of us don't. Some of us want Most them. Don't. I was going to say, am I the only one I think you of are the, the only group one. that has a tattoo? I don't. I don't. And to my knowledge, I've seen Victor from head to toes, and I haven't seen a tattoo (laughs) on him. So I'm going to say he doesn't have one either. Wow, interesting. Well, Jordan, I mean, I I think we've had this conversation before. I think you do want a tattoo. Is that right? (sighs) Off the record, which is on the record because it's being recorded. (laughs) Put you on the the spot a little bit here. Uh, I do want a tattoo, yes. Uh, there are some in, I'm predominantly a salesman. That is where my career comes from. Uh, there are some barriers to entry for a tattoo, uh, which involves the price Mm. and the long-term commitment of a tattoo. Also being a sort of new age salesman, I'm going to say the emotional attachment sort of to the person that's giving you the specific Oh, embellishment sure. for the rest of your life. I sort of want to know the person. I'm like, hey, there's a chance this relationship could go on for a while. So I sort of want to know. Oh, I mean, once you pop, the fun don't stop, right? <laughs> CM, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I missed the button. Where'd it go? Button. Oh, that's the wrong one. Got the button. Oh no, is it gone forever? I wanted the ooh option. Anyway, I said it. it. There is one that's definitely gone, because this rainbow one was definitely one over. <laughs> oh no, everything's, <laughs> we everything's changed for the worse. But Michael, maybe you can sort of speak about your tattoo experience and why you wanted to do it. Yeah, I always knew I wanted a tattoo. I just didn't know what... Uh, And I grew up watching Dennis Rodman for the Chicago Bulls uh, pretty much get a new tattoo every day. Not Michael Jordan. Ha ha, that's funny. It is funny. Well, Uh, I mean, when you're watching Rodman, you're also watching Jordan. Jordan. I always really liked tattoos. I always really liked them. My mom always said, no, you can't get tattoos. That's drugs, what they put into your skin with the needles. (laughs) Yeah, my mom said that. So naturally, I wanted tattoos. Um, Got the button back. (laughs) So I came up with the idea on my own. I On my right calf, I have a cross with a soccer ball pattern in it. Um, I just wanted to do something that had to do a with... A football s- pattern. Football pattern, yes. I wanted to have something to do with soccer or football because it was so important to me. Um, and then something a little bit about my faith and where it's at. So that's what I got. And I had the original design. I went through... I talked to several artists about it. No one really... Uh, was crazy about it until I stumbled into a woman named Lisa Marie at Historic Tattoo here in uh, Southeast Portland, Southeast 
uh, 50th Avenue. Um, Could you say that name one more time? Yeah, absolutely. Lisa Marie. She works at Historic Tattoo over Cha-ching! in uh, Southeast 50th. Uh, I mean, for all of us, that's just a couple minutes from know. here. Yeah, and she's great. Um, she actually start. She actually did uh, has done two or three of Mackenzie's tattoos, uh, and so she did ours. And it's interesting that you brought up kind of like having this relationship with the artist. It was this was uh, the first time we used her was for one of Mackenzie's tattoos and. We got to know her a little bit, just talking to her and um, uh, watching her work and listening and just asking questions. And we built this pretty cool relationship. We, um, that's when I get my next tattoo, it'll be through her. So it's, it was kind of just sort of sort of stumbled into that relationship, but she's really good. She's cool. Do you and a go- great follow on Instagram. Great, great follow, follow. Lisa Marie. Yeah. Is that her tag on Instagram? Ah, uh, boy, ah, putting me on the spot. It's okay. We are on a podcast. We've we been have... all on the spot. I, yep. I, I messed up freaking modest mouse last week. Oh, <laughs> at Lisa Marie tattoo. Yeah, at Lisa Marie what? tattoo. All one word. All one word. So yeah, she's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I really like my tattoo, and I'll get more. I'll get more. I definitely want to get more. I love it. I think that's great. You got yours originally as a birthday present, correct? Yes, I got it as a birthday present. It was snowing outside, which if you're not from Portland, that can be rare sometimes. And we walked there from where we were living at the <laughs> point, which was great that on the way so there. It was a cool. nice walk in the snow. And then I limped the entire way home because my leg was a little sore. It's, it's, the, whole, it's the whole right calf? Yeah, it's pretty much the whole calf. So... Uh, I like it. And I work in an office, so I typically have to wear pants. So it's always covered in case someone at my job gets upset that I have a tattoo to show David, I like you better without pants. <laughs> we all know that. David, did you have any insight you wanted to add to tattoos? Uh, I, I want, like, a lot. But, like, I, I don't know how to, I, like, I don't know what my first one. Like, I want my first one to be, a, like, special. Or something mm-hmm. that means something. Um, I have a lot of good. I have a lot of ideas, but I don't like. I feel like it would be tough to get because, like, I have couple, like sleeve ideas or just like a back tattoo or like just something like something small. But uh, to get one, I would definitely want one. It's the but yeah, as, as Jordan said earlier, uh, cost definitely is a rough a rough part of the deal. Like mm-hmm. um, cost and definitely the long term commitment. Because there, I, I definitely remember some uh, stupid high school ideas that I had where I wanted the the freaking Texas Longhorns tattoo across my back. <laughs> I was a big Texas oh, Longhorns fan. Wanted it. I I wanted wow. the the faux uterus shape uh, on my back. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, don't like football that much anymore. So that yeah. Uh, American football. American football. You American. I would have regretted that entirely, but. Uh, there's been a couple that I had uh, I had a couple ideas like four or five years ago and they're still like relevant and um, they would still make sense for me. So uh, maybe a Spurs one, maybe a favorite oh, band, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say the the price can be pretty spendy. We've spent a lot of money on tattoos, but for us, all the tattoos that both me and I had gotten, we knew we wanted. We thought about them for a while. I think. Mackenzie may only have one spontaneous one, but it was one of those deals where you pay $25 for a tattoo like the size of a dime or whatever, and you just do it. Um, But Mm -hmm. when you, I mean, when you think about a tattoo long enough, you start making the investment, you start talking to artists, you're going to start getting price ranges, and it's just, you're going to be able to justify it on your own. (laughs) I I think one funny story I have that sort of turned me on to the idea of tattoos is uh, I had an A. A assistant cross-country coach who will remain nameless uh, also my school will remain nameless on this podcast for right now because you would be able to figure out who it was pretty quickly <laughs> um, but he in college uh, with four other roommates uh, had the harebrained idea that all of them were going to get a uh, tattoo it was about an inch and a half long of uh, a little fish a little minnow if you will Ooh. And they all have them on their left butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... I, mean, I like this idea. I, <laughs> Maybe not a fish, but... Well, there's four of us in here yeah. right now. Yeah. 
I and I think that is sort of the root of the tattoo. It's sort of like a an idea that you get with people or you I mean the other part about it is like a a, a traumatic event. I mean not to get too somber on the podcast, but I think if there was a traumatic event that occurred in my life, mm-hmm. 100% would get a tattoo, no question because mm-hmm what was behind it is worth remembering mm-hmm. and your your body is sort of a canvas to other people who get to interact with you and get to mm-hmm. see you and they might see that tattoo and they might be like hey what's that about and it's like it's a gateway to say hey this is a really important thing you need to know about if you're in my life mm-hmm. not to get too serious about it but I definitely think as far as tattoos go, uh, my brother has one, not to put him on the spot. Oh, nice. Uh, my brother has one. Even. There are people <laughs> in the room that would say that. Uh, my mom uh, currently asks me on the regular, she likes to play the would you rather game with me. <laughs> oh, uh, would Wait, I rather be this? Is she listening to this podcast? She might be someday. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, your mom is an amazing person. She so. is an amazing person. But my mom does not like tattoos, and I think the 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 stem from that behind that is sort of like a graffiti sense that there are certain people in the world that think graffiti is a defacement. You're defacing a certain object or thing because of your graffiti, hmm. uh, but there are people that think that that's uh, that that's art. Sure, yeah. I'm on the art side. I I would agree. I remember watching uh, Anthony Bourdain, uh, rest in peace, uh, mm. Anthony Bourdain video where uh, he was on a rooftop with a uh, Chicago artist. And uh, he said that the culture used to be with Chicago artists back in the day is that they would all graffiti Chicago uh, metro or train cars because Chicago, the metro system, it runs through downtown. It's over main streets people see it every day and uh, the artists would sit on rooftops and they'd all open beers or drinks or anything and they'd just watch their art go by like performance art that's and they pretty, that's pretty and cool. they talk about it. and i think that's that's really cool it's yeah. it's literally turning something uh i think tattoos or sort of graffiti can turn something that someone thinks like their body or an object that's not quote unquote desirable into something that's uh desirable for the eye to see or worth talking about Mm -hmm. anyone else have anything to add about tattoos um i don't have any tattoos and i'm not against it but i always kind of i think with your mom saying that she doesn't really like tattoos is the same way with my mom she -hmm. doesn't like tattoos at all and it's more from a religious standpoint like oh you shouldn't be you know, marking your body. This is, you know, your temple and everything. Um, but I always joke with my mom, and I think she gets a little upset, even though she knows I'm joking. I'm like, I would like to get a tattoo on my ass <laughs> in a circle, and inside that circle says "Made in Korea." Made in Korea. That'd be yeah. Because I was conceived in Korea. So, and and my mom is very religious, very conservative conservative and even when i bring that up she always laughs she's like that's funny don't do it but it's funny <laughs> but i'm like one of these days i'm just gonna get that tattoo on my ass it's made in korea made in korea yeah not maybe korea no no <laughs> maybe. Made in korea. Yep. is yep. there any doubt of whether or not you were conceived in korea maybe korea no, no. no. okay it's, no. it's made i'm pretty it's 100 i was made do we have a certificate of... <laughs> I have a green card. Well, it was a green card when I came to the States before I became a U.S. citizen. So that will tell you that I was at least not born in the U.S. So There we go. Yeah. I just love the idea of an asterisk on your ass. <laughs> like you made it. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. If I told people, they'd be like, no way. And then I would have to show them. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. maybe, maybe, maybe quality yeah. charge at the same about... time just 
Just a headset. Are you talking about your whole ass or just one cheek? No, just one cheek. Like, you know when you buy a stuffed <laughs> animal and it has that little <laughs> sticker that says made in China? It's the same thing. Just says made in Korea. So would you get like a little tag then? Like a little white tag? Yeah, a little black white writing that, that looks like that tag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my ass. Oh, it doesn't have to be big, but just like one butt cheek that says made in Korea. Yeah. Does it also say, uh, do not, by federal law, do not right, right, this right, tag? Right, 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 and with the T. No, that's on mattresses. Trademark. Oh, yeah. mattresses. Oh, <laughs> damn. Uh, I'm not, you can't lay on me unless you really want to. Right, <laughs> Are you offering? Uh, just, I'm just always a, offering. Just a caveat, this podcast is still explicit, so uh, we're not changing that anytime <laughs> soon. No, no, no. <laughs> that is not going to change anytime soon. <laughs> Just laughing about Victor's ass. <laughs> we, we all can. You all can. Yes, yes. Uh, but hopefully, I, I think someday I will get a tattoo. I don't know what it will be of. Um, I'm sure I'll talk to my wife about it on several times. My wife has also been interested in the ideas of uh, tattoos. And she's sort of... There's sort of the game you play of, like, you could you know draw it on sharpie on yourself and like look at yourself in the mirror of like oh is this what i really want but at some point i think you just got to go for it there's there's a lot of things in life where you you can only think about it for so long but you only have one life here, as far as we yolo know. yolo yeah yolo <laughs> uh adam levine and lonely island uh, oh, that yes. song is worth a listen Yellow, that's like circa 2015. Uh, yeah, but... 16? Let's see. Victor loves when I type on my computer. Yes. <laughs> because it comes through on the audio. Oh, it comes in beautifully. Oh, click, click, click. Did everyone research Google. Everyone has I, this in the podcast? I couldn't find it. I went on Spotify. We had the same problem with Nathan. Do I have to have Spotify? No, you premium. should be able to find it. No, you should no, be no, able no. to Nathan. do Capital. To Nathan, Nathan works for Run for Beer. We plugged uh, him earlier. So yeah, look, I searched. And... Let's try the capitals. Let's try capital. Oh, is it all caps? Port, oh, capital gosh. V. Are we still living in a world where caps matter? matter? Look. When you're searching things, who knows? Look, uh, Spotify, you know, token know. lives matter. So let me look for my <laughs> oh, wife. That, that was a South Park, South Park joke. Oh, sorry, gosh, sorry. I, that was a South Park joke. That's okay. I don't watch. Oh, enough Julia South Feaser's Park. not on Spotify either. That's her. That's your wife doesn't listen to Spotify. No, my wife's Spotify and I are is a is a joint account. Oh, oh. so um, yeah, I'm not okay. Hold on, hold on. Let's go to. Not Man, this was not that hard for me to find. I what, what did, did you did you have a secret code that you no, typed no, in? I, 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 I opened up the Spotify app and just here I'll keep I'll keep messing with Portland Zone and like, it was there. Portland Zone, Port Van, Port, Portland Zone. Is that what I'm supposed to be typing? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, but I was trying to get uh, Nathan to follow because we were going to do the podcast for podcast plug. And I was like, man, this is a business opportunity. Look, look, we plugged him, so he better return. We did get snifter glasses, so we did that's not true, leave the event true. empty-handed. That's true. <laughs> and it's just got it's just got the diamond logo. Yes, it's amazing. Let's see. Uh, wow. Let's see, Yolo with Adam Levine. Ooh, Kendrick Lamar is also in Yolo. Uh, I'm not going to play that for <laughs> copyright. Pers- I also can't find it right now. <laughs> uh. YOLO is from 2013. <laughs> it's on my home page. But... So, only one people... We're out of here. Oh, one people. One, one person is listening to this podcast because they can't find it on Spotify. Can I share it with you? <laughs> I have. Uh, I, I pulled it up just now because I liked it earlier, but I, when I search it, I can't on. find it. Hold on. Let me let me go to our... I'm, I'm about to file a complaint. With... Oh, oh, Spotify? <laughs> no, with the, the the service that will remain nameless until we are monetized by them. <laughs> oh, here we go. Port Vanzona Podcast pops up. Just Port Vanzona, no popping. Oh, Port what? Vanzona Podcast. Do so you have to type in podcast? I, I don't think we're popular enough oh, yet. Oh, there it is. Woo! I there found it. Michael, Michael, hit that follow. I, I... Hit that follow. Hey, you uh, should make the notes to our followers. Type in podcast. <laughs> If oh, you I have, didn't follow, nah, I'm following. There we go. <laughs> For those of you who've made it this far into the podcast, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're learning right alongside us. And then port, 
Van Zona, so P O R T V A N Z O N A Space Podcast will hit us up on the uh, Spotify. We'll follow up with uh, Nathan and Pete, uh, not Peter. What was it, Nathan and? No, it was Peter. Oh, Nathan and Peter. <laughs> Nathan Woo! and Peter later uh, on that business idea, and we'll make it happen. Um, woof. Well, I'm glad we got to go, all go through that learning experience together. <laughs> that was fun. I, that felt good. You know what? I've well, we need to tell other people, really, right? Why yeah. do we get to this podcast? I gotta start sharing this on MySpace with all my friends. <laughs> well, like, sure MySpace, uh, friends through maybe. Or, or you could have gone to Brewfest and made business ideas, <laughs> business deals with us. You know, Michael, <laughs> what were you doing tonight? Come on, sex, caring for my wife making sure she's comfortable and sex preparing for labor so sex it's a big deal no so we had some spicy mexican food that was very oh so so side (laughs) sidebar earlier i was a little bit frustrated with victor he's always frustrated with me i'm always frustrated with victor but i was just like look michael you just need to sort of put the out of office reply in your text messages of like (laughs) hey i'm not available for the next 48 hours (laughs) Don't even like. Don't lead me on. Don't don't show up to my podcast recording. But I'm glad you're here. But you know what? The reason why he didn't give you a direct response because he can do that pop up. Hey, look, I'm here. <laughs> Which he did today. The cameo appearance. Sneaky bastard. Right? Because he if he said no, then he wouldn't show up tonight. But because he left it open and never replied, we thought he wouldn't show up. But then he shows up. So. <laughs> I don't know. Pleasantly surprised, I guess? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh-huh. I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, well, gentlemen, we have reached the 56th minute of the podcast. Uh, nowhere close to extra time, uh, where uh, Rochdale uh, unfortunately fell to Manchester United mm. in, uh, in penalty kicks. Uh, did we want to go to a additional topic, or did we want to go straight into the outro? Let's pull the group. If, if it's a short topic, then we should do a third one. Uh, I think the topic would be sort of, what the hell you did this week. Hmm. And uh, that, that could be pretty short. That could be pretty short. I mean, it might be long, but... <laughs> well, that's, we can save you, David, for like okay. You're sort of a gold I, I'm pretty. My, mine's world. pretty short. I've been working a lot recently, and all my friends have told me, because when I've been here in, in Oregon and Washington the last two months, every week I've been staying at a different person's place, and they will always say, oh, it's 5 or 5.30 or 6 o'clock. Are you off work yet? I'm like, no, I'm still working, because my job requires me to answer emails and requests and, and everything right up to the last second. We need that button that right. we just played earlier. The, the fart with, with one? The whistling, yeah. That's yeah, what I yeah, say yeah. to you, Victor. Right, right? And, and I understand. <laughs> and everyone who tells me that, I'm like, right? I shouldn't be working 10 hours a day. It's just the nature of my job, which really sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. Time well. So, so, I mean, there's things happening in the future where I'm not going to have to be in this role for much longer but here. I have noticed that yeah I work way too much and it's not fun because you want to have a good balance of life and work and I've been working way too much so um, let's just say that this will be the last couple of weeks where I have to work overtime and then I can balance my life and then just you know have a better perspective on you know how to enjoy my time because it, it does suck that like when everyone's ready to go hang out, I'm like, yeah, I still have to answer emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. But yeah. It happens. It I'm, happens. I'm sort of still in the same boat, ready for the next opportunity, mm-hmm. hanging loose, recording podcasts, going to Brewfest. Can't complain that my life's terrible. So I'm just <laughs> sort of along for the ride. Yeah, I have been, uh, we've been just doing the last couple touches before baby arrives. Have you been doing any contractions, Michael? Uh, no, I've been working on my breathing, though. been working on my breathing, making sure that's ready. You know, uh, you're good at your breathing. 
That's right. That's right. Uh, we did play some disc golf yesterday. That was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Had a good time playing disc golf. Missed you out there, David. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will shamelessly plug disc golf. Oh, so it's time. good that I don't have the mic. But maybe I also explain. I gotta take my daughter to preschool. I don't get to do that on a regular basis because I'm typically working, but I'm on family leave right now, so I got to walk my daughter to preschool and pick her up, which is uh, just more more exciting than it's more more exciting than it sounds. But it's just fun being able to do that, and uh, just yeah. And I have to say, Victor, I know you work a lot, but these last two months have been a lot of fun having you around. For sure, it's yeah. been great. Yeah. We're gonna miss you a lot, even though you work a lot. I, we still got to hang out with you. And we're going to miss yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We're going to miss you. We make it work. We make yeah. it work. Cool, yeah. So I was in Eastern Oregon like for since Saturday. Um, today's Wednesday, so last five days. Um, first bit was us driving from Portland to Strawberry Mountain, which was like over six hours away. Um, and then just... Yeah, exactly. And then just setting up camp. Yeah, this this whole week's been a lot of driving, but uh, setting up camp, um, and then the next day, Sunday morning, um, doing a summit climb. Uh, it was a lot more difficult than the simple one that I mentioned last week, but uh, uh, we did it. Uh, got to the summit at like 9,000 feet. I think it was like uh, 4,500 yeah, four and a half thousand feet elevation gain um, over like five to six miles. Um, but uh, yeah, there's like a million butterflies on top of that mountain um, and really good views. Um, but after that, we went into the town of John Day, which is like population 1700, uh, very small. But they actually had a brew pub that was pretty cool um, uh, called 1188, named after um, it was. The owner's parents, um, the owner's parents were uh, snowmobile uh, racers, uh, and they're snowmobile, num- racers. snowmobile racers, and their wow. numbers were eighty-eight and eleven, and so they just called it eleven eighty-eight. Um, so it was, it was pretty neat, um, kind of diamond in the rough of a, a super like small mountain town in eastern Oregon. Um, but we left from that area in John Day down to Steens Mountain, which is another four hours. Um, and we got there at night, so we didn't really see what it was looking like. And it started, and it rained like as we were setting up the tent. So that was an experience. Um, literally set up the tent, got everything in the tent, and then fell asleep. Uh, and then woke up the next day. Uh, it was socked in with rain clouds and fog the entire time. And so we just drove up. Like you can drive pretty much all the way up to the summit. Um, the summit, like there's a summit climb that you could do that is. 0.3 miles so it's it was easy um but we got up there we're still socked in and then uh, we had like another hour and a half to kill before we had the head to bend um and so we decided okay let's go back because there's one one more viewpoint that we passed that was like super foggy so we went back checked it out and uh, the fog had lifted at that time and it was like a really good view um we had Planned to do the hike at Steens Mountain, but I had I got some uh, a fairly bad blister on my foot that just wasn't gonna make it possible. So we just skipped it and did the, the did the viewpoints, uh, and then we drove to Bend that same day. Um, checked into our hotel, um, and then went straight to do uh, trivia at Worthy Brewing, a oh. uh, great brewery, uh, Worthy Brewing in, in Bend. Um, How'd you do? Got fifth place Ooh. out of ten, so not too bad. Not bad. Just, just for, two of you. Just the two of us. So there's like a, a lot of uh, five spot teams. So, um, and then the next day we walked about mile and a half to uh, Good Life Brewing. Um, had probably the best Cubano sandwich that I've ever had. Uh, I was surprised. Like in Bend. In Bend, yeah. Well, and we we. Made a mistake because we were going to walk to Tin Barrel to have lunch because they had a better menu, supposedly. Um, but yeah, this we made a wrong turn, uh, ended up in Good Life. And uh, I mean, that's one of the good things about Ben. There's so many breweries that you could just like make a wrong, t- wrong turn and end up where you wanted to be in the first place. So uh, yeah, Nick and Nikki's wrap was like a sun dried tomato, like BLT. It was like the best wrap I've ever had. It was ridiculous. It's refreshing. It was good. And they their beers are so good. So yeah, like 
that was great. And then uh, later that evening, we went to Crux, which is my favorite brewery. Um, and I had a sampler. It was great. Uh, and then had my favorite uh, half hitch uh, IP, double IPA beer. And oh my god, I love Bend. <laughs> but yeah, it's best. I, if I could rank my Bend breweries top to bottom, at least in top three, it would be Crux, Good Life Worthy, and that's where we went. So that's it. Can't ask for much more than that. So it sounds like the, all of us had a good week. Uh, whether it was work or not work or OMSI after dark that Victor and I got to attend and uh, meet Nathan and Peter. Shameless plug. Hope to make a big uh, business deal with you later. <laughs> uh, we'll work on that. Uh, Michael, I hope that your baby, 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 oh! comes into the world uh, soon. Should be tomorrow. We're thinking that they, that's the induce. The 26, that was right. Induce, yep. It's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> So, Will it go to the inducement, or do you think before? Uh, uh, fan graphs are trending towards yes, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's tough to tell right now. To, to be fair, your doctor uh, said that your uh, your wife would go into labor in the next 36 hours. She and did. And that, that included midnight tonight. Yeah, so... Uh, so you got three... You got an hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, she yesterday she was, uh, I don't know if this is TMI or not, but she was dilated about three or four centimeters. So it's not TMI. We're on it's our just way. We're, yeah. That's expected. True. <laughs> so we're well on our way. It's just a matter of, uh, of uh, if the baby's ready to go. He might be asleep at the wheel, but yeah. Hopefully soon. Tomorrow. we got to power through. David, I'm glad to, you and your wife had a wonderful trip to uh, Bend. Uh, thank you all for joining us on this uh, second episode of Port Van Zona. Uh, we hope to continue to produce this podcast. And uh, we've, we've got a lot of things in the works. Uh, we've got a Patreon uh, in the works, potentially, that you will be able to donate to this podcast and sort of support a additional blog post and uh, other things that we've got going on. Um, as well as additional things that we have. Uh, there's a potential that we could introduce uh, product reviews. So two of us could have one version of a product, two of us could have the other version of a product and sort of compare the two and debate over it. Uh, fight to the death. Fight to the, fight to the death, Kate as Joffrey Victor would say. Uh, we, we really can't <laughs> wait to continue to explore this, uh, but we thank you for joining us for episode two. Uh, episode three will most likely have soul in the world. Woo! Uh, the, <sighs> yes. The baby. I hope so. Yes. <laughs> soul will hopefully be here. Uh, and then we'll be experimenting with new technology. But thank you so much for joining us uh, on this, uh, this adventure with us. And uh, we hope to catch you in the next episode. Cheers. Bye. What?